All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the episode of Connecting All right, with. All right. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to. Let's meet again. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the episode of Connecting with Biba Freeman. This is episode number 42. And for those who haven't met me before, my name is Sam Lee, and I'm the founder of Connect with Confidence, and I'll be the interviewer interviewing Biba. Uh, so, how have you been, Biba? Hi, Sam. Um, I've been great. Thank you so much for having me here. It's such a great honor to be a part of your interview series. All right. Oh, it's very privileged to have your time as well. So um, so tell me about yourself, Biba. What do you like to do outside of work? What's your hobbies? What's the passions? Tell me a bit, a bit about yourself. Um, I do quite a range of different things. So um, things out of, um, outside work, I do a lot of volunteer. I'm a lot of volunteer work. I work very closely with um, refugees and migrants and especially young people. Um, I also, I love um, hiking. In terms of hobbies, um, I love traveling. So I only just got back from Dubai. I did New York, I did Canada, and I've actually, I'll actually be going overseas again very soon. Um, stay tuned to find out where I go. But uh, yeah, I'm, I love traveling, especially after COVID. Um, I've been, um, that's something that I really wanted to do. And um, I think th this year, um, initially when the year, it's, it's a little funny because initially when the year started, I actually had no travel plans planned whatsoever, but then everything just um, led into it. And I think so far um, it's been great. Mm. Sounds good. I guess when, uh, after co when COVID hit, there's a travel bubble now, I guess everyone's wanting to travel more because like you could, you could, when restrictions are that lockdown, you can't really fly anywhere. So it's really cool. To, it's cool, cool that you're traveling right now. So, so what? So what? So where are you gonna travel next, Viva? Um, I'd like to keep that as a surprise for now. Um, <laughs> stay tuned. You'll find out very soon. Fair enough. Cool. No worries. So. Um. Yeah. I think. I think. Um. I completely agree with the concept of, with the travel bubble. I think people have this. Um. People have inherited this fear of everything just suddenly locking down again. So now that the travel restrictions have eased, I think people are just wanting to go out there and try fitting in as much as they possibly can. Hmm. That's great. So you mentioned hiking. So whereabouts do you like hiking? Um, so with hiking, it's actually part of one, one of the, one of the initi um, initiatives that I started last year in um, right before COVID. So as part of um, a, um, um, community organization that, I've, um, that I'm a founder of Together We Can, um, I started the project called Walk Towards Peace. Yeah. So at the, um, so um, at the, um, yeah, once every month, I take a group of young people um, coming from like diverse backgrounds yeah. and we go hiking to different parts um, in New South Wales. So it could range from um, bush, um, like the Blue Mountains, or we like doing coastal walks, um, a lot of bush walking. It really, it really varies. Um, but um, yeah, it, it was such a, it's so far, it's been such a great initiative. I mean, it just started with an idea with, um, with a couple of friends, but then um, we, we got together and we, we just thought to go. And then um, since then, we've just been able to, um, yeah, we've been able to run quite a few hiking sessions. Um, obviously we got, we had, um, we got, we were limited in terms of COVID-19, especially when the lockdown hit, we weren't allowed to, um, especially being living out, um, I lived in, in the West, so we had the five kilometer radius um, restriction. I couldn't travel outside five um, kilometers and there's no, nowhere really close by to hike in West, um, especially from where I live. So um, 
we just stuck to regular walks around that time. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that initiative, Walk Towards Peace, um, I hike, I organize hiking through that. That's good. It's always good to do some uh, extracurricular activities. Um, yeah, so so well, where, where's your favorite place? If I were to ask you, what's, the, what's your favorite place for hiking? Where would you uh, where, where would you recommend? Uh, in I think um, my personal favorite, um, so when the weather is good, I do like bushwalking. So it's, um, anywhere um, in the Blue Mountains, I do really like the Wentworth Fall tracks. Yeah. Um, it's really nice. Yeah. And um, um, and I think um, in summer, I do really coastal walks because it's just, um, I think um, well, it's a lot more appropriate weather-wise and it's, um, it's nice. So um, coastal walk, I would recommend um, the Wedding Cake Rock. Um, and I... Uh, and for bushwalking, I would recommend the Wentworth Falls track. Mm. Nice, thanks for the recommendation. <laughs> I actually have been to both of them. So yeah, it was it was a, it was a really um, <clears throat> good hike. Uh, it's a short hike when I went to Weather Cape Rock. Probably took like half an hour, but it's very scenery. But like for myself, I'm very uh, afraid of heights. <laughs> so it got to that point where when I was in, in the Weather Cape Rock, I was uh, I was just with, I was I was sitting on it on the Weather Cape Rock with my friends. But I was I was just leaning towards the outer side, so I didn't go close to the to the uh, edge, the cliff, because I'm scared. So I just like uh, I just took it. I just like uh, on on the I was we were trying to move away a little bit more. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I don't know if you know, but they've actually um they've actually put up fences, so you can't actually go close to the wedding cake. You can't actually go to the um to the wedding cake rock yep. in itself. But but still, I think it's a great hike, as you said. I mean. It's very, um, there's a lot of scenery um, it's, it, and it's not that long. So it's it's a great hike for um, people that are just wanting to get into hiking. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned uh, Coastal Walk. Have you been uh, doing a hike from Kuji to Bondi? No, I haven't because that's, uh, wait, no, Bond, Kuji to Bondi. Yes, I have. So um, so with, um, there's a story. Um, so with, there's a story to that as well. So last, Yes, I it was last year. Last year, I actually collaborated with um, the UNHCR to um, run a program project called Walk 5, Donate 5, and Nominate 5. So basically, you had to walk five kilometers, you had to donate $5, and you had to nominate five people to take on a challenge. This was when COVID-19 hit, and they were basically using those funds to support refugees um, in internally displaced camps. So um, I organized that with um, a bunch of friends. We had around like 20 people. And um, yeah, that was a project that I did. And I chose the um, Bondi to Kuji walk. That was my first time doing it. Um, again, it's that, that particular walk, it gets really busy, especially on the weekends, because it's a really popular pl- place. But um, other than that, it's such a fantastic walk. Mm, yeah. have, you been able to, have you been able to do that one as well? Ah uh, yeah, I actually did um, coastal walk a couple of times. Like actually, yeah, I did Bonai to Kuji. I did um, Rose Bay to Watson's Bay, but that the second one didn't work out very well because we got lost. So I think we did a halfway. We did halfway of it, and then um, we just gave up because I think we 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 headed to the wrong direction. But it was good. It was alright. It was pretty scenic, and then yeah, it's a good uh, exercise to do. Yeah, I think um, in I think in that um, 
in that in that way the bond that I took you worked out really well because you can't really get lost there's just so many people doing the same walk you just tend to I think follow the bunch mm. yeah yeah totally it's, it's always good to uh, have friends along to do the hiking so it's more worthwhile so yeah so yeah. I mean if you're interested in hiking you're more than welcome to come along to one of the hikes that we do yeah. or to all the viewers that are watching as well um if you guys are interested um i can um yeah i can put down my details get in touch and um, you're more than welcome to come along and join us that's good totally uh towards the end i'll ask you um yeah i'll ask you for your contact details so the viewers can contact you later on so yeah, uh, Fiba brings me to the second question. So what brings you, so why do you do all this volunteer work? Uh, what's, the, what's the idea behind it? And how did you get this idea of doing all these uh, great initiatives that you had? Well, um, I think my why is really simple. It's, it's basically just to give back to the community. Um, it's to make a difference in whatever capacity I possibly can. I think a lot of the times when it comes to giving back a lot of the times people want to do people want to start big um and which holds them back because they're always waiting for a perfect moment they're always waiting for or um to have the right skills to have the right amount of funding to get started but i think i i did not allow that fear to hold me back i i personally believe that you should start wherever you can wherever you can do whatever you can um to make a difference and that's basically my way um, in terms of getting started, I um, I think for me personally, it's been a bit of a, um, it hasn't been a li linear journey. It's just been a bit of one thing lead, leading into another. Um, I, initially, my first one T job, it was, I actually haven't been doing it for a long time. I started um, right, I think um, in during COVID, when we were all at home, I was looking up, um, I was just browsing through the internet and I came through a few volunteering volunteering opportunities um, overseas. My first volunteer role was with the United Nations um, volunteer group online. Yep. So I think once you, um, what, it's like a hidden world. Once you step into it, there's just so many opportunities. And now I actually have trouble trying to decide what I want to take up because there's only so much you can do as a person, right? And you have to, um, you have to narrow down opportunities in terms of what suits you best, in terms of what aligns with your vision and your values. Yep. So, um, I think, um, yeah, my why is um, just to to go back to your question again. Why why do I all do all that? It's because I like helping people. It's as simple as I like helping people and I like giving back. Mm. That's great. Well said. So I remember we joined together um, on Kuma's uh, entrepreneur course, and then you talked about to that together we can. Can you elaborate? Further, what was that? What was that about? Yes, of course. So um, Opportunities Australia, that's how I know Sam. Um, we actually met through um, an entrepreneur training, which was an eight weeks program um, organized by Kumar Ja. It was, yeah, it was a great program. I mean, I got to meet so many great people. Um, can, uh, going back to your question, Together We Can. Together We Can is basically a community organization where we, um, where we do, uh, where we take small initiatives to, um, make a difference basically. And it, the idea, the idea of, it, um, of, it, um, of it is to do things collectively rather than individually. So as part of that, I've been, um, during COVID, I was actually able to 
um, organized a few fundraising campaigns and I organized, um, I organized um, awareness campaigns in Somalia and in Pakistan. Yep. along with um, food um, um, food distribution campaigns. So when COVID hit, a lot of the um, areas um, in Pakistan, especially the ones that have a lot of tourists, with the lockdown restrictions, um, a lot of the daily wage earners weren't having, in, uh, um, their income was obviously affected. So um, during COVID, they were in lockdown, they had no source of income. So I did a few um, fundraising campaigns and we, um, provided them with monthly food um, items, and I did the same in Somalia for internet um, for refugees that are internally displaced and live in refugee camps. So I've been able to do that in Somalia on go, uh, for the last, um, I believe, three years. Um, so, uh, and I do the campaign during the month of Ramadan. Mm. Sounds good. Well said. So yeah. Um... It's really good. It's really good how you have all these ideas. It's very creative indeed. So I actually saw your Facebook. Uh, you're a Peace Ambassador, Young Inspirational Woman of the Year, and Diana Holder Award. Can you tell me about each of them? Like, what's, what's the Peace Ambassador that you got in terms of your quite, you got quite yes, a resume? Yes, of course. <laughs> so Peace Ambassador, I got selected as a Peace Ambassador through an organization called Global Peace Chain. I actually just attended a global peace summit in Dubai mm. um, in March. Mm. I guess I believe it was in March mm. as a global peace ambassador. So um, as a peace ambassador, we take different initiatives, um, not only locally, but also internationally and collaborate with other peace ambassadors across the globe. And we work on peace initiatives and we hold peace dialogues. So um, the idea behind behind the organization and peace ambassadors is basically to get a movement happening of young people who believe peace is the answer and we can achieve peace by um, dialogue. Mm. Um, the summit that I attended it was it was it was my first international summit and it was such a great experience. I got to meet um, a lot of other fellow peace ambassadors from different parts of the world and. We, um, yeah, there was different dialogues. We spoke about different conflicts that are currently happening so around the world and we proposed um, solutions and resolutions in terms of um, how we can actually address those issues. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the sort of work that I do as a peace ambassador. Um, you asked about the Inspirational Women's Award. So I got that um, in 2020 through the Rotary International um, through the uh, Rotary International New South Wales Division. Um, it was actually um, quite funny when I received the phone call because I thought it was a prank call. I received the phone call and um, they, um, the lady over the phone, she, 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 was, she tells me that I've been selected as a finalist for the Rotary Inspirational Woman of the Year Award. And I was just like, what? Like, it was so absurd. Um, but um, yeah, since um, it's, it's, it's been a great recognition. Um, and since then I've been actively connected with the Rotary group. So my local Rotary um, clubs, um, I've been connected with them. It's a great, like, it's a great organization where you have a lot of support and you meet a lot of um, people who are also passionate about the things that I do. Mm, very well said, nice. And how about the uh, Diana Award holder? The Diana Award, that's basically, um, I was nominated for that award and that came to me with a surprise as well. I wasn't expecting it um, just to, I think a lot of the work that I do, it's never really for recognition. It's just because I, 
um, like giving back and it's something that I enjoy. I enjoy. So with that, um, that's basically a um, award in rec um, Princess Diana started back in um, so many, I think, um, yeah, so many years ago. And that basically is the most prestigious human humanitarian award that a young person can hold. So I am really honored to be called a Diana Award um, recipient. And I just hope that my actions and my work that I do continue to inspire the people to take more action. And just how the, the Princess Diana said that she believes in young people taking action and making a difference. And I really hope um, through this recognition, I continue doing the same. Mm. Very inspirational you are. <laughs> Yeah, and no, congratulations on all this award and milestones. Really, it's not easy to get all these uh, recognitions. And in terms of Dubai, have you been there before or was it, was it your first time there? Um, I've actually been to Dubai a few times. Okay. So I've got family that lives in Dubai, but um, this was my first time going to Dubai um, for official purposes. So I went for a conference. Yep. Um, and I think it's different when you're going to visit family versus when you're going there for official purposes. So um, yeah, um, it was, again, Dubai, Dubai I, I love Dubai. There is so much to do and see hmm. there. Um, the, um, because this time around, I was, um, I was at a conference. And I, I met a lot of delegates from other parts of the world. Um, it was really nice to explore the city with, um, with the friends that I had made at the conference. Yeah. Very <laughs> mm. well said, nice. I guess, yeah, like I said, it's very different when you have a family and you go there for uh, social purposes and, and for work purposes. So, yeah, it's really cool what you do. So, Fever, uh, brings me to the second last question. How do you build trust with people? Like, how do you connect with people? What's some secrets that you can give to the viewers that uh, that I always ask, uh, ask people? How do you connect? Uh, any tips and advice on connecting with people? I think... I think the simple, the basic rule is to generally be interested and genuine. A lot of the times when we meet new people, uh, we, are, we get so overwhelmed in terms of telling them about what we do, we actually forget to listen what the other person has to say. And um, so I think my main, um, a lot of my friends say that I am a great listener and I would like, to, I believe that I am as well. So um, I would just go back to um, Generally, show interest when the other person, when the other person is telling you about what they do, about their journey, or even when um, when you have a conversation with them, show interest and um, ask open-ended questions because I think that gives you um, that gives you a lot of room to connect with them and also get to know them better. Um, another tip that I would have: once you're comfortable with the person and you're trying to get to know the person on a deeper level, it's to be vulnerable. When you're vulnerable and you're sharing personal stories, it just shows that you trust the other person enough that you're that you're opening up, and um, that way the other person can also open up to you because you've built that you've built that trust within yourself. So, um, um, yeah, I think in simple words and forms, it's to generally show interest, ask open-ended questions, and be vulnerable once you feel comfortable to do so. Mm. Very well said. I guess, yeah, this is very important skill sets to learn, like from your active listening um, and all these things like that. So, um, yeah, I guess being vulnerable is very important as well. So it shows your genuine self. And yeah, it's really cool what you said. So Fever brings me to the last question. Uh, how do the, how do the viewers, how do the viewers get to know, uh, 
follow you? Are you on social media, on your Facebook, the whole website, uh, are you on Instagram, LinkedIn, etc., so the viewers can know that they can add you? Yeah. Um, yes, of course. So I am on social media. And what I can do is um, I, I can um, pop down my details at the bottom of this live um, streaming. Um, and you guys can follow me um, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, I am quite active on um, LinkedIn and also Instagram. So feel free to follow me. And um, if you have any questions or if you'd like to get to, if you'd like to connect with me, um, I'm always happy to do that and meet new people. Mm, cool. So yeah, type away, I guess. <laughs> so you can let the uh, audience know how to, how to connect with you. Yes, so, of course, I'll be doing that shortly. Mm, okay, cool. All right. All right. So uh, viewers, uh, you know how to connect with Fiba Freeman. She's a great lady, a very inspirational one. I hope you guys can connect with her. And uh, yeah, Fiba, I had a great time interviewing you and I uh, look forward to um, Connecting you, connecting with you in the near future, and and next dinners on me. <laughs> that makes sense. Thank you so much, Sam. It's been um yeah, it's 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 always so so nice to um to chat with you. And thank you so much for having me. Um, continue to keep doing the great work that you do. Connect with confidence. There is um yeah, you do you do amazing work, and I wish you all the very best for it. Thank you. I appreciate your kind words. So. Have a good weekend, Fever, and I'll, I'll speak to you very soon. I'll upload this and then uh, I'll definitely uh, promote you more. Thank you so much, Sam. All right. No worries. Have a good one, Fever. Bye.